Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Mark. What's up, my nerds? What's up, nerds? Hey, guys, how's it going? The Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin, here with my fellow nerd, Mark. How's it going? And we are here this time to talk about the Rings of Power series. We're going to finish up the, I guess, the series, the previous two podcasts we did with episodes one through four. The second one was five through seven. Now we're going to cover eight. Mm -hmm. The final episode called, it was entitled Alloy, Alloyed, maybe? Alloy or Alloyed, I can't remember. But, um... Yeah, so Rings of Power, we get to it. We get why it's called the Rings of Power because we see the Rings of Power finally Mm -hmm. in this episode. And I thought it came together really nicely because before this episode, they weren't even talking about rings. It was just they were going to create something with the Mithril and try to find a way so that they could preserve themselves, the elves, and make their lives last a little bit longer. So we see that how that comes about in this episode. So let's talk about, there's basically two and a half storylines in this episode, which is how TV shows and movies usually work. There's two main stories and like a half (laughs) one. And so let's talk about the storyline about the, the stranger and the Harfoots. Cause that's contains one of the biggest mysteries of this, of the series of this season that was finally revealed at least to some Mm-hmm. Um, so the first, first off, we find the stranger. He's been uh, found by the three witches from Raun. Is that is that it? Raun, R H U N. Yeah, Ru. Did you say it? Raun. Yeah. <laughs> really elongated way, but yeah. So we they track him down and they call him Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> um. This is so crazy, right? Um, kind of a cool buildup. Right. Because we see kind of something about them. Mm-hmm. Um, they are wraiths, or they're not, or they're something, right? They're like wraiths. Yeah, they're magic users. Yeah, definite magic users. Um, we see that they have to use staves, mm-hmm. right? Which is, you know, pretty key to... Um, what we've seen from other wizards and, you know, whatever. So that was cool. Um, man, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what they are, who they are. I've been reading different theories and stuff like that. Is there stuff out there about those guys from Rune from the East? We don't know much about them. We do know that that's where the blues went. Mm-hmm. That they went to the east. I don't know if it actually says rune. It might actually say rune. I can't remember. Um, but it is one of the strongholds in the east for Sauron. Um, it, it played a big, uh, big cornerstone for Mor- Morgoth in the first age. So it does have some history there okay. of being a supporter of, of Sauron. Yeah, they knew about him because they were they knew the name. They were looking for for him, and they assumed it was him, the stranger guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, one thing I found curious is like the staff, the one had, it was symbol, very symbolic to the eye of Sauron that we see later it has the, 
circle in the middle with the two things on the side, like from the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies. And then the one uh, had like the mask thing that kind of looked like the thing from the mouth of Sauron from the movies, if I remember oh, correctly. Yeah. So they were kind of had this vibe, I guess, of Sauron from the movies, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies. Mm-hmm. Similar look. And so, but I didn't realize that they were part of Sauron's, they were involved with Sauron in the second age or the third age. Um, yeah. So they're, they continue to be, Rune continues to be a great supporter of, okay. of that entire evil group, right? From Morgoth all the way to the third age, first age to wow. the third age. So okay. they're, they're a stronghold. Okay. So they didn't find Sauron here, but there sounds like they, they're going to keep looking for him because they're going to connect at some point in the future. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what you remember? Yeah, so I, I don't really know how that all works, right? Because it's like something set them off to start yeah, looking for yeah, him. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and I don't know what that is. I um, The leader of the Harfoots, what's his name? I can't remember. The, yeah. the black one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of mentioned like something's going on because all like it's like all the stars are looking mm, like they're yeah. watching and waiting for something and he said that early on like the first or second episode and i feel like that whatever that event was is when they started looking for sauron like you know so something happened and maybe it was sauron found a new body it could be a million things right um but something happened and i think that's when they started looking for him and and I don't know why they thought it was this guy, probably because he showed up about the same time. Mm-hmm. And they must have an affinity to, to other magic users. I, in my opinion, they are my ear. Those three witches yes. or whatever they are? Yep. Yeah. So we know of Balrogs, and Balrogs are fallen my ear. Right. Right. They're the same race as Sauron and, and, um, and Gandalf. And the other wizards, I happen to think that Gandalf and the other wizards are quite more powerful than those ones. I don't know if it's because they fail or how they're, you know, the form they've taken or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, if you unleash Sauron or Gandalf, they, they handle any of the Balrogs just fine, right? Gandalf fought the Balrog, killed him, even though he died in his weakest form. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you let yeah. him lose. I, I don't think that's too much of a fight. Um so I think these three happen to be pre-Balrog fallen Myer. Okay. Because we know that Myer followed him, and they can use magic, and nobody in the entire, you know, except Bombadil, you know, or something like that, they just don't use magic to that level. Mm-hmm. And now we see it. So I, 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 that's who I think it is. And okay. then, um, which is may have been why, like, when he kind of woke up, he recognized them for who they were and what they were. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Okay. That's what I think. So Credible Nerds Mark theory that they mm-hmm. are my year of some either fallen or just pre-fallen or like their original form maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know, pre like they haven't chosen the Balrog form. I don't know what makes them choose the Balrog form. I yeah. don't know if that's ever been out there, but pre that, mm-hmm. that's where these three are. Okay, I like it. We'll have to wait and see. And I think they have the writers of this series have a lot of leeway with these guys because there's not a lot of defined lore about them out there so they can make those loose connections stronger in the way that makes sense hopefully makes sense for the story mm-hmm. and uh, and i like them they're intriguing you know you don't they're mysterious you don't know who they are they have powers 
they're able to deal one-on-one with the stranger up to a certain point but yeah until he's like wait a minute yeah. wait a minute let me <laughs> yeah. let me get off this dust and yeah. get to going yeah so once he grabbed the staff he took care of him pretty much and that's when we see them take the fo- did they take the former wraiths or because there's a lot of talk in this episode about the unseen world mm-hmm. so was that him being able to look at their true form in the unseen world or did they manifest that that form that brilliant white form in the seen world what what did you what was your take on that? I think unseen. it was I think it was the unseen world, yeah. right? Kind of like you know how, um, uh, not Bilbo, Frodo. Uh, Frodo sees them, but he had to have the ring on. Yeah. I think that uh, that is kind of how Gandalf sees sees the race when he chooses to. Right, you know, like he would see him that way, but he, you know. It maybe it takes a toll. It's some amount of power he doesn't want to spend. Something like that to see him that way. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's you know he did some type of power to see them yeah. that way, and then he recognized them for they are. But they're obviously something you know beyond. Yeah, yeah. I took it as he was able to somehow look into the unseen world, see them in that form. But it's curious how they once he saw them, he was able to dispel them or send them back. But they were like butterflies or moths or something. Like the one had this big butterfly or winged thing in in his head, in her head, and it flew off. And then the others kind of disappeared, dissipated into these butterflies that flew away. Mm -hmm. So I was like, is this the peacemaker (laughs) with the the alien butterflies in their brains? But yeah, uh, (laughs) Uh, I think that's because they're immortal. My ear are pretty much immortal, right? right? We know Gandalf dies and comes back to life mm-hmm. um, because the creators make it so or, or whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're immortal. We I mean, we know that um, Sauron is my ear. Is my ear. We know that he died. We know he can change form, whatever it is. I mean, he just can come back to life. I mean, he's pretty well, much Well, they're immortal. one step down from, is it the Valar? Yeah. They're like one, yeah. Once, they're basically angelic beings. Yeah. beings so. Yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, that was curious. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll see him in the next season or a couple seasons down the road, hopefully at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if they'll take the same form or not, but that group I'm sure will, will show up again. I liked him. It was, it was good. It's too bad. It took him all season to finally meet, to have the one confrontation and then it was over. Yeah. Quick. I mean, it was quick and, mm-hmm. but it was pretty cool. You know, excuse me. I, yep. you know, like you said, I wish we would have seen a little bit more of them. Got a little bit more what Rune is, where they're mm-hmm. from, you know, just something. Yeah. Do you think that will, because at the end, the the Harfoots, they come back and they regroup and the stranger's there and they're like, well, he's like, I'm going to Rune. I need to go there and find out what's going on. And then the one Nori goes with him. So I'm assuming we'll see more of, we'll see Rune in the next season. I, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, right? Because there's a lot that still has to happen. Um you know, if you've kind of follow along with uh, the actual story, you know, Forgotten Tales and such, um, that deals with the East, you know, we're going to start seeing some wars and battles, you know. Uh, Sauron p- pretty much destroys the the large uh, elf empire mm-hmm. that that is on Middle-earth. And so there's going to be some huge battles, right? Um, <clears throat> uh, I think there's some wars between the dwarves and the elves, you know. And uh, different different things like that that will happen in the dwarves and uh, Sauron's forces. So there's going to be quite a bit of action coming on. Um, are we going to see the second blue wizard? 
who knows? I, I think one of the big things that come out that I've seen everywhere is, oh, the stranger's Gandalf. <laughs> because of that one line, right? Oh, when in doubt, you follow your nose. Mm-hmm. Right. That could be a wizard uh, word of advice. Like they, someone told them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I kept saying. I'm like, look, you're talking about angelic beings who've spent eternity together. I'm pretty sure they're going to have similar things to yeah, say. Like they I've were, got, they were I've, taught those things. Yeah, I've got friends who have been my friends for 20 plus years, and we say the similar yeah. things. You know, like, and so I'm not convinced that's Gandalf. No, not, it's not. 100 percent not. Yeah. So that comes from um, those three witches called him Ishtar. They're like, oh, that's not Sauron. Ishtar. Mm-hmm. Is it Ishtar or Istar? Istari. Istari. They're the Istari, but they said Istar. Like he's an Istar. Mm-hmm. So and there's five of them, right? Or is there more? Uh, there's five that we, kn- I mean, yeah, five. Two were sent in the second age. The blues. Yeah, the blues. It's kind of unclear if if I remember right, they came back, you know, they finished mission, and then they came back out again in the Third Age, mm-hmm. but with Gandalf. And so they went back out to the east because they'd been there before. So they went to the east the, in the Third Age, and the other three stayed in the west. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we, ne- we never hear from them ever yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. So people are thinking he's Gandalf mm-hmm. because he's Gandalf's in Istar. He kind of has the same... He did. It was that Gandalf moment between him and Nori there at the end of the episode, where mm-hmm. uh, it's like kind of rem- reminiscent of Gandalf and Frodo in the Mines of Moria, and also Pippin too. Gandalf and Pippin, the the last battle there. But I mean, that's kind of the role that the wizards play, right? They counsel the humans, the the mortals, I guess, um, and give them advice. So mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of their. It's in their Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Follow your nose. It's one of the verses in their Bible or something. You know, that's why they all know it. Yep. So. And, to, and to your point, you know, they follow a, a, a particular Velar, you know, Velar, they learn from them, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So it, something like that could be a teaching, you know, anything. But yeah, I, I'm just, I, I'm 100% positive that's not Gandalf. If it comes down to it, it is what it is. But I think that would be a silly way out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Gandalf shows up in the Rings of Power. Maybe mm-hmm. last season for some reason. I don't know. Depends how far they go with it. Yeah. But I don't see him. And uh, so I've heard that it's, it might be Saruman. Oh, interesting. But again, I think it's the same thing as with Gandalf. Mm-hmm. It's just not their time. Yeah. Because this is second age stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, so that was that was interesting. Uh, I mean, you were right about that theory. So plus one, Credible Nerds. I mean, I I never thought it was Gandalf. But uh, you convinced me. You laid out the breadcrumbs, and I put it together as well. So, um, and then that's that story resolves itself. Nori and the stranger are going out to the east to Rune and see what's up. We'll see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. So, a sad moment, right? The leader of the leader of the Harfoots dies. Yeah, which was sad. Yeah. You know, I was kind of bummed. You know, he gave himself up so they could yeah. they could save the stranger. Yeah, he was kind of the thorn in the stranger's side throughout the whole episode the whole season like mm-hmm. oh we don't need him he's just trouble and then he finally comes around and sacrifices himself so yeah yeah that's kind of bummer kind of interesting so it's interesting to see what happens i think that one the one girl kind of takes over after that right it seems like it at least he's going to yeah in the near future mm-hmm. so pretty cool so that's that storyline the other storyline is the numenors 
the Numenorians heading back to Numenor. Mm-hmm. Um, the Queen's Blinds, the Isildur's there. They kind of have a moment there in the boat where he volunteers to to help her. And I don't know. I, I wasn't sure if it was like they're just... Because at first they were against each other a little bit when Galadriel showed up. And I don't know if that's just a resolution that, okay, they're they're on the same page now. Or if there's actually be some type of connection there between them that's like, or a romance. I couldn't tell. I don't think it matters, but it was they seemed closer at the end of the the season than they did at the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like his faith was renewed in her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he was kind of like a step away because she's moving away from the old, kind of the old mm-hmm. faith. Yeah. And then I think that he kind of sees who she is, that she is doing that out of political need, not out of personal belief. Mm-hmm. And so I think he kind of goes close. And, and he, you know, there was that break with him and Galadriel, right? Like where he's like, we just all died for yeah. you. Yeah. And you don't care. Right. To you, it's just like pawns on a board and, you know, you got put in a bad position and now you need our help more and you are not apologetic at all. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. so he kind of stuck, you know, back to her, yeah. which, which, which is cool. You know, I, I think you see some strength there, but I feel like they, they lost that connection, which is weird because we know the Numenorians come back in a huge, huge force. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they should have kept that connection somehow a little stronger. I think. With Gladrill. Yeah. With Gladrill. Cause yeah. when he left, it was like, almost like we're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> they did say that. I think it was the queen said, "We're going to come back. We're going to come back with more people. We're going to, you know, take it to them. We're going to get our revenge." Mm-hmm. In the last episode, that, that something like that was was said. And then um, I also felt like when the queen was able to be removed from Numenor out of that political environment and be with the people and kind of see what really matters, what you know, helping other people, helping these other these low men. And, you know, just being part of Middle Earth, I think she changed as well. She kind of realized that Isildur was, not Isildur, was, no, it's, um, Isildur's the son. Mm-hmm. He is Elendil? Yeah, Elendil. Elendil. Sorry, you're not very credible. <laughs> Elendil, the dad, yeah. <laughs> so Elendil, um, that he has, what he was talking about at first, in the beginning of the season, he was... He was kind of on point that she needed to kind of change her perspective on things is what kind of what I saw her realize at some at some point through this journey, plus the hardship of not being able to see again and she has to rely on Linda mm-hmm. so um and we don't really see the humans, the low men anymore, the one black elf r and deer and the humans that he's hanging out with. They're yeah. not. We don't see them in this episode, so I don't know what their storyline is going to be next season. Yeah, or kinda, the orcs. Yeah, kind of weird, right? Because where they are is technically part of the east, right? That mm-hmm. I mean, they become as Mordor, yep. and uh, so we don't really see any of the western people. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, people from the west, and and I know that, like this is pre, um, pre Gondor. Mm-hmm. I think technically Rohan's around, but it's not called Rohan. But it, like, I think those people are there. I just don't know what everyone's doing. Like, you know, I don't know if you're going to bring them in somehow, or it's just strictly going to be Numenorians and mm-hmm. you know elves, and then yeah. I think that's one criticism I do have of this show is you don't really see. You see some really cool things, 
but you don't see like a broad spectrum of like you said these other people the who's who's hanging out in Rohan mm-hmm. you know the men of the west you know the other elves that are hanging around you know we just don't see them and I don't I don't know if we needed to necessarily but it would have been good to like acknowledge talk about them or something yeah I don't think it's really their struggle yet I think it becomes their struggle in the third age yeah, right. Okay. Um, at, you know, kind of. You know, second age was all about the elves, and the elves pretty much get destroyed. The Numenorians, Numenorians, pretty much get destroyed. You know, from mm-hmm. their yeah. island, and then to their different. You know, like Fornost and, and all those other countries. You know, they all get destroyed and, and taken down in the second age. So I feel like the the time of man is in the third age. That's their war. The first a first and second age are elves and everyone else mm, is gotcha. so that's kind of how I feel it is. So we might not see a lot of humans, mm. you know, because it wasn't really. I mean, I know they kind of assisted them, but it wasn't their war. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Well, uh, oh, and then also on Numenor, the king is dying, and so they've commissioned all these artists to do portraits to see which one's the best. And while Elendil's daughter is there, to, you know, she was chosen and was drawing the portrait. King wakes up and has a moment of lucidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is able to make sense. And well, first he thinks it's his, uh, the daughter's, his daughter, the mm-hmm. queen. Uh, so I guess he's not entirely lucid, but <laughs> he's able to talk, get up, he gets out of bed. And she, he takes her to this area. It's like, you know, there's these things, go look at it, but don't look at it too long because that's what I did. And now I can't determine what's real and what's not because I looked too long. At the plant here, right? Yeah, at the, the plant here. So if, all we see is her walk up to it and I think she pulls off the, bl- the cover and s- stares at it for a second. So we don't know what happens after that. And then right after that, the king dies. So I was on the second rewatch, I was like, hmm, does that mean something happened? that she killed him or I don't know, something happened then he died or did he just die of natural causes finally? I, I think you just assume he died, right? He said what he had to say and then he died. Showed her the, the orb. So then she comes back to it later and then she's involved somehow there mm-hmm. with the Palantir. Okay. But yeah, it was, it, they showed it. So they're going to come back to it or else why even show her looking at it, right? Yeah. It's going to be something that comes of it. So the Plantier are kind of weird. If you've ever read the history of them, there's actually a few of them. I think there's like five or seven. Yeah, five or seven. I can't remember. Something like that. And a lot of them were lost. Like some of them were lost in the sea, mm-hmm. but they don't, they're not all accounted for. And you hear Gandalf say, right, they're not all, the lost seeing stones aren't all accounted for. You don't know who can be watching. Yeah. So you must always assume that Sauron has one. Because when we see them look at it, uh, or when you know Gandalf puts his hand, you see the Eye of Sauron. He he can either access them somehow, or he has one. Yeah. Well, Saruman was talking to Sauron. That's yeah. how he started building his army, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and so you assume he probably has one at this point. And so, you know, what did she see? Mm-hmm. Well, she's definitely against them going out to the west. You know, the sister is like, why were you going west? So I wonder if that we see that change. Like, no, you need to go there because, you know, she sees Sauron and what's going to happen and et cetera. So, you know, hard to say, but um, yeah, that was was a pretty cool part, actually, I thought. And what we've seen so far, what we know so far of that, at least the one in Numenor, because Galadriel touched it earlier in the season and she saw the downfall, like this big tidal wave coming in and crushing, Mm -hmm. drowning Numenor. 
So she sees the end of New Moon Run, and the queen alluded to that she saw that as well. And I think one of the cold openings of one of the episodes was that mm-hmm. happening. So maybe she saw that or something else. I mean. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I would assume she at least saw that. But who's driving that? Is that like seeing the future or is that, you know, Sauron or one of the evil forces? Because I don't think it was Sauron because he's, he's still in the form of the human. Um, so he doesn't have one with him. Har- Harbrand or Harbrand, something. Yeah. yeah. Harbrand. So I don't know if it, if it's Sauron has it right now in this, at least at this point in time, maybe another evil person does. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so anyway, that's that Numenor storyline. That's how it ends. They, they roll into the Harbor and the black flags are hanging, signifying that the King died. And then that's the end of that storyline. Mm-hmm. So the big storyline, the good one is, with Galadriel and Albrand and uh, Celebrimbor and Elrond mm-hmm. trying to figure out what to do. The the king shows up, Gilgalad. Yep, Gilgalad. And he's like, you know, hey, we're out of time. You know, what's your plan? And they talk about the Mithril. They have the one rock and they're going to make a crown and that'll help them stop the the elves from dying the land from dying but he's like we don't have enough time it's over and so he leaves but he grants Elrond three weeks to do something with it and so they come up with this plan to initially it was just going to be two rings right well it went from a crown crown but then it wasn't rings it was two something else yeah. right like two I don't know wristbands or necklaces or <laughs> yeah. who, who knows right yeah. and then um Galadriel finds mm-hmm. Sauron for who he is. Mm-hmm. And that part was pretty epic. Yeah. You know, I think we got to see a strong um, test of wills. Because mm-hmm. if you actually read into it, Galadriel, aside from, wiz- you know, wizard powers aside, is the most powerful being on Middle Earth aside from Sauron. In fact, it, it was always said, if Sauron were to conquer, in order for him to take over Lothlorien, he would have to show up there personally mm. in order to counter Galadriel. Is this pre-ring or? This is at, you know, after ring. Okay. But like, obviously she has a huge will. And I think it was kind of cool to see her, you know, in the, in the um, movies, right? She resists the ring, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, you know, I did it, you know, I passed it. But we see her do it. Here. Here, too. Yeah, it was you know? a great tie-in. Yeah, and it was like, you know, she resisted. Like, she basically, he offered her, you could be like the... The Dark Queen. Yeah, the Dark Queen, right next to me. And we can be the most powerful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we can shape the world how we want it. You know, pretty mm-hmm. much every, yeah. all your dreams, desires, everything the ring offers. And, you know, she got a... She was offered that, and we saw her fight against it with her will and, and win. Mm-hmm. So I think that was... Pretty cool, you know, to kind of yeah. see her test of will where she is. Yeah. It was a great... Sauron is great in this episode, right? He mm-hmm. comes in. First we see him. He comes in, talks to Celebrimbor. He's like, hey, did you ever try this? Like mixing it with something else to make it stronger? Yeah. Dro- dropping subtle hints. You know, Like hey, an alloy or yeah, something. Yeah, you should yeah. try this. And he's like, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> just these... This machinations of just, hey, you know, subtle things here and there. And then... Like not too much to be suspicious, but just enough to be like, hey, I was thinking the other day, it'd be good to let me take your soul. What do you think, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then it leads up to the part you just talked about with Galadriel, where it's like, 
boom, there are strong contests of wills and she's able to resist. Then he leaves. I thought that was curious. Like, why didn't he just kill her right then? Like after she resisted and she was laying there in the water. Like, wait, obviously the story doesn't (laughs) let it happen, but you know, why did he just end her right there? I don't think he could. That's why. I think we saw how she was affected, but I think her resisting had an effect on uh, him yeah, as well. Like we, I mean, she ends up in the water and she doesn't know how she got there, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know if he pushed her in or whatever it is, but yeah. something happened to him too. Yeah. You know, there was an effect on him. And so we don't know what that was, but I think that her resisting and her fighting with her will did something to him. And I don't think he could. I yeah. don't think he was in a position to do that. So maybe he passed out and was super weak too. And then yeah. left. Yeah, because that was a ba- complete battle of wills. There was no power. There's no fighting, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, I think that um, that he had to leave. Like it's like, oh, you know, I can't, I can't defeat her. I can't mm-hmm. let make her join me. I've got to go. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we saw. Okay, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. So yeah, she's able to resist him. She goes back to the the other two, and the he uh, Bors finally figured it out. And she's like, no, we're not making two, we're making three. And like one is, she laid it out, one um, one is too much power or something. Two, I can't remember the phrase, but you got to have three to have the balance. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. We should do that. And so then they use those gemstones, create the, they got to get the dagger that she carries from her brother because it has gold and silver from Valinor. It has to be the purest metal to be able to bind with the, the mithril to make it that potent and that, you know, effective. Mm-hmm. So she she gives up the dagger, they melt it, they add the mithril, create the rings, and they're sitting there with the, the gemstones on them. And there's the rings of power. You know, the the title scene, I guess. You get the the, uh, the culmination of all this, this whole season is right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool to see. And I think it's good to note that they were made without... Sauron's influence. Yeah, I was like, wondering that. Yes, like he, he, like he had helped, you know, with the crown and stuff. But then they changed it, right? Mm-hmm. They changed it to three for one. They changed using the dagger, mm-hmm. and so it's different enough that he can't exert power over it because he doesn't know what they did, but the same enough that it allows him something. And that was always a worry. I, you know, if I remember right with the elves, with their rings is that he didn't have direct power over them, but he had a little bit of almost influence, you know, but like not a ton. What do you think that power and influence is? Is it magical? Is it, I mean, I don't know. Like what would it be? Um, I mean, we see it with, with the humans, right? Turns them into race, you know, gives them, basically makes them powerful, makes them, you know, I can't remember all the ways it did, like gave him magic, you know, gave him whatever. It kind of gave him their heart's desires to rule. Yeah. And then, but it became overabundant. Yeah. You know, like, and so they gave up their souls to, to keep that power. We kind of see that with the dwarves, right? They get super greedy and super whatever, and then they, mm-hmm. they fall. They're over, able to withhold, you know, with, withstand it to a point. They don't turn into race, but it still affects them where they're like, we don't care about the outside world. Like, I want more gold. Yeah. Yeah, and thinking about that, back to the the trilogy of movies, is whenever Frodo has the ring, there's a lot of whisperings. Like, and he puts it on. It, it like tempts him enough to put it on mm-hmm. when he doesn't want to. So maybe it's like that. If they have the ring on, Sauron's able to whisper to them, influence them to do 
things that they necessarily don't want to do, like with the dwarves, shut shut themselves off and dig for more gold, mm-hmm. right? And over time, it just builds and builds and builds, and they can't resist it over time. So yeah. maybe that's the influence. It's not like a magical thing. It's just a will, like power of wills, mm-hmm. like Gladriel, what we just talked about. Yep. And we see that humans are the least willed people, right? I mean, I, yeah, they in the end they win the day and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we see they're the the least strong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When it comes to that, yeah, the weakest minds maybe or mm-hmm. most able to be influenced. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they define that and how they portray that going forward mm-hmm. with the the rings. And so that's I mean that's the season. That's the what do you think about this episode as far as wrapping up the season and kind of preparing us for the, the next step? Uh, I was disappointed we didn't see anything with the dwarves. Yeah, I we didn't wa- see much. Yeah. I wanted to see some type of resolution or something with the dwarves, so I don't know where that's going. Um, but other than that, yeah, I thought it was a great wrap-up. couple questions, you know, about is it Gandalf? Is it? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I liked it. Um, want a little bit more action like i i mean i want to see some cool war yeah battle but i think maybe that's season two stuff right Hopefully. now we're gonna see some battles and yeah a lot of setup in this season mm-hmm. set up a mordor set up of the numenorians coming back for revenge and sauron at the end we didn't bring, mention but sauron is seen going to mordor at the end yeah to confront his enemy Adar. Adar. Yeah, and i kind of want to see a resolution with that even though it was quick or whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm. i want to see something there right um but yeah, really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fun. I always thought the other rings were made first. Yeah. And then the three rings were made later. Yeah. Isn't that how it's portrayed in um, the Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah. I think if it starts I, with men, dwarves. Uh-huh. But but maybe not. Maybe it's never defined. I, I guess I have to look into it. But uh, but obviously they're going to make more, right? They're going to make 16 more rings. Um, or maybe, maybe they make more. I know that there's a, like a note in there somewhere that says that there was more than the 16 made, mm-hmm. but these 16 had the most power, whatever it is. So, and then we're going to see Anatar, right? Which is Sauron 2.0. Anatar. Uh, yeah, Anatar is, so Sauron takes the form of Anatar. I think his name, is that his name? I Let me know. look. I had it pulled up. Let me look. His name is, yeah, Anatar. Okay. And he takes the form of an actual elf. So not a human this time, an actual elf. And he helps influence the making of the rest of the rings. Mm. And um, Celebrimbor and a couple other are a little suspicious of him, but he helps. And then um, he makes his ring. And when he puts it on, it reveals who he is. Well, He's no longer that. I don't remember hide. that part. So. Yeah, that's in... Uh, I don't remember which story that is in, but yeah, that's, you know, so we know he comes back as Anatar for sure. Okay. Um, at some point. Is that going to be season two? I think that might be yeah, a little farther maybe. along. Yeah. yeah. I think um, we'll see either the men or the dwarves. I think they'll go by season. Like this was the elven rings season, then the men's rings or the dwarves rings or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. I think they'll do that by seasons. Okay. But I'm just speculating. Yeah, it could be definitely. So I mean, I mean, we'll we'll see. I wonder how many seasons. I think I heard they were doing five seasons, or they wanted to do five, at least. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of time to do that. If that's how many seasons we end up with. Oh yeah. Um, as far as things I wanted to see, 
Um, I wanted to see more about, like, once they were introduced anyway, like, Adar and the orcs, kind of where they're coming from. Like, how, because Adar thinks he killed Sauron, or at least he claims it. So what what is their animosity? Like, is it just power? Like, he wants to be number one, and so he killed Sauron, but he should know he can't kill him. He maybe killed the body, but he can't kill the soul, or the the being of Sauron, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to see more about, I wanted to see more about that in this season, but from after that um, went on and we kind of got the wrap up to this season, I saw, you know, it's probably a little too much to add in for this season. So I hope we see that next season. Um, yeah. I wanted to see more Numenor because I really liked Numenor. I thought that was r- great to see that city. And I know they went to the one side of the island in the one episode, him and Elendil and Galadriel and, I wanted to see more of that, like the other parts of Numenor. Well, yeah, because they have a huge army. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to see it. I mean, the town looks pretty big, the city, right? So maybe most of them reside there, but there's more to yeah. it, you know? So let's check it out. Let's see what else is there. Yeah. So I'm thinking we're going to see more in the next one. I like what you said, like, you know, we're going to do a dwarf season. We're going to do this season. Because, I mean, they, they yeah, they hand out the rings to seven dwarves, but we've only seen one clan. You know, and I don't think I've ever actually looked to see where the, you know, who the seven went to. Yeah. I mean. Seven kings, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, the one gets it, right? Um, Durin. Durin gets it. Think it's the dad or the son? Either way, I mean, it will pass to the son. Yeah. Right. Um, So, and then I think they say, you know, like four were killed by dragon, you know, dragon fire, Mm -hmm. which is interesting if you think about it so dragon fire can kill him so could dragon fire have killed the one ring it didn't in the hobbit hmm right or yeah. maybe there wasn't like a direct fire on the ring in the hobbit yeah but i mean the oper- the possibility was there yeah i wonder huh anyways but smog <laughs> was a smaller dragon right he yeah, wasn't one of the great ones. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was great for his time, mm-hmm. right? Because it was much later. But yeah, I don't think he was one of considered one of the great, great ones. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? I was, I was thinking of something else. Um, oh, Mithril. There's a mm. ton of Mithril on that mountain. So are the remainder of the rings made of Mithril as well? Uh, from what I hear, no. Okay. Um. Just related to the elves' rings. Yeah. So I think I mentioned this before. So the new Minorians actually have access to Mithril through like some underground cave or something like that. Hmm. And the dwarves do. Uh, but when Numenor is destroyed, that access is cut off. And so you and so it's only the dwarves. And then who knows that, that they use it, you know, did Dern's Bane just chase everyone out and no one could ever <laughs> touch it again? Or did yeah. they use it? to save the elves or these three rings saving the elves. We don't, I don't know, but there's still a ton of it. So what, you know, does just, do they just make weapons out of it? I mean, we only ever see one thing. We see the rings and we see that male, that male thing for, for Frodo. Yeah. For Frodo. Yeah. And (laughs) what's funny is that, uh, this, I always kind of wondered how significant Mithra was. We know it's, rare and not very many out there but you know uh, Gandalf says to Frodo I think it was or he says it to someone he's like you know he doesn't know it but you know that that shirt is was worth more than the entire shire yeah yeah and 
after you see that, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's probably <laughs> yeah. more, more than like most everything, you yeah. know? And he, you Especially know, at that time when it's not, it's even less uh, abundant. Yeah. So, and, and to, for, um, for who was it that gave it to him? Dang it. I can't think of his name. <laughs> was it Gladro? No, it was the, the dwarf king, king under the mountain. Was it? Yeah. He gave it to him. Oh, dang it. Did he give it to Bilbo? Oh yeah. He gave it to Bilbo. Yeah, that's right. He gave it to him. Um, and it's like that could have been his thirteenth share right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, holy cow! Yeah. And then he got his thirteenth share, but he Thorin took, gave it to him. Yeah, Thorin, yeah. and then he takes it two things to go to two <laughs> chests of gold or something yeah. like that. Yeah, kind of got gypped. I know, as far as the gold goes. So, anyways, yeah. So uh, overall, great season. I liked it. Um, one thing that I noticed. This is a side note, but since these both both series are. Uh, are shown on Amazon Prime, Wheel of Time, Lord of the Rings. Uh, the f- they did a lot of they put a lot of effort into the fake out. Oh, the strangers, Sauron. Oh, the very last episode. Nope, he's not. Uh, Wheel of Time. Oh, who's the Dragon Reborn? We don't know. Uh, last episode. Oh, it's Rand. It's like those are just questions that didn't need to be there in the first place. But they were there through the whole season. So I wonder if that was like a, a mandate down from the top or if one did it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we should do that, too, in our show. So I don't know. Do you think, what do you think about that? I think it makes sense when we have no idea who Halbrand is. Okay. Right? There's no written anything about Halbrand. There's no, no, you know, for how this can go. But like, we knew he was. Yeah. I mean, we knew he was, right? I mean... It, there was a good idea that he was, but no right. one really knew right, for right. sure, True. right? Um, and then they did a good job, I think, making it could be the stranger. You know, he's kind of he did some evil things, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. but um, I think that with the will of time, it's a terrible idea because there's a stinking book. Yeah. Like you can just open the book and figure out, you know, open book three called The Dragon Reborn. <laughs> Oh, turn to page like 500 or something and then it'll tell you who it is, right? Like there's no secret who it is in that one. I think this one was a little better because there were a lot of theories who it could be. There was a lot of people saying the stranger is Sauron. You guys idiots. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was good, you know, to bring that out. Um, But Will of Time is just silliness. This is a bad move. Oh, bad move for Will of Time. Like I... Enough said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So comparing the two first seasons, Wheel of Time versus um, Rings of Power, which one's better? Oh, Wheel of, Wheel of Time. Or not Wheel of Time. <laughs> uh, Rings of Power Rings is of hands power. down better for me. Yeah. Um, I, and I get it. I mean, we had some comment on our... Uh, you know, on our YouTube page, like this is, you know, this is not <laughs> canon, blah, 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 yeah. like went off and, and, you know, he had some good points and, right. you know, such like that, but it's undefined. You know, I responded to him like, look, this is like undefined story. Maybe it could be, maybe it's not. With Will of Time, there is a defined, a, a defined Very story. Very defined story. And you, you just took that and, and just trashed it and wrote another story. And that's the difference. And it's such a glaring difference that, I mean, I, I I have a hard time getting into Wheel of Time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, pretty much my idea, too. Whoops. <laughs> need a longer cord there. 
next up on the list of things to get. <laughs> so, yeah, Rings of Power, great, great first season. Looking forward to the second season. They've announced it that it's happening. It's in production, but it's like two years out. Ah, oh, no, terrible. They're like not like. 2023 or 20 like maybe the end of 2024 probably 2025 too long yeah and i don't which i don't get because they dumped so much money into it there should be a lot of stuff ready to go already like are they were they honestly waiting to see how it was received to start season two after dumping millions and millions of dollars into the first season i wonder if they're I mean, if it didn't pan out, they're at a loss. So they should do a second season just to see if it works. Mm-hmm. I think that they're like, okay, we got to get Will of Time season two going. Like we've already upped it for, I think, season two and three, mm-hmm. right? And so that's kind of, you know, like, okay, two's coming out next. And I think we're going to see some type of other series hop in there too. And so they're going to kind of like release them. Like, okay, uh, this gotcha. one, this one, then this yeah, one. Yeah, like then what the, Disney Plus does. Yeah, and... It, which is neat. Disney Plus can do it because a lot of them like are interrelated, mm-hmm. right? And with the movies and things like that. But th- this isn't. So you're waiting. There, there's no new Tolkien movie coming out. Mm-hmm. So you're waiting two plus years for the next one. And I think that's a, a disservice to keep people interested. Like by the time it comes out, people are like, well, I'm going to have to rewatch the first season. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, this show, yeah. That's right. And and then you lose it. interest. Because yeah. right? all the new fans that you cultivated now, will you'll have to try to recultivate them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, bad move. They should have had it ready to go, if not filming already by the time this one aired. Because mm-hmm. they dumped, they're already invested big time in it. Oh, 100, like $100 million or whatever yeah, they said, yeah. Crazy. It was like the most expensive TV show ever, streaming show ever, so yeah. Um, anyway, so as far as grade goes, I give it an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it a solid B mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. You know, B, B plus right in there. Cinematography is amazing. Yeah, Some all, of those scenes. All that oh. technical stuff is awesome. Yeah. yeah so great. Um, I, I mean. The actor that played Galadriel. She was awesome. Yeah. If, Paul Brown was awesome. If Trollocs were in this show, they'd look good. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what they did in the other one. But yeah. I, uh, great show. I think there was some really weird loose ends they left open mm-hmm. um i don't think it like you said it was great story building but you know people want to see some action too let's get a little bit more action in there somehow yeah i don't know what their deal is with the eight episode season i think it's it uh the eight episodes hindered wheel of time from being a little more successful and i think it did with this one i think 10 10 to 12 is what you got to do yeah at least yeah, 10 to 12 without those weird filler, filler episodes. episodes. Yeah, because yeah, there's plenty of story to tell. We could have told a little bit more story and had a, some little bit more action. Yeah, Second Age is thousands of years, so there's plenty of material or mm-hmm. opportunities to advance the story. Yeah, I think they said the Second Age is the longest age. It's like 3,800 years or something. Mm. So, Okay. All right. So we want to thank you guys for joining us here on the Credible Nurse Podcast for our review of Rings of Power, two thumbs up, whatever, A plus. Well, no, B plus. <laughs> so um, we'll be back when season two shows up in two years. <laughs> we'll revisit. Um, we actually did uh, the Hobbit trilogy film reviews. So definitely check that out. It's, uh, we did those before we started doing the YouTube videos. So those are audio only. But you can find that on our website, CredibleNerds.com. 
or if you subscribe to any audio podcast uh, servers like iTunes, Google Podcasts, all those, uh, you'll find the Hobbits reviews there, and they're uh, pretty good. I like them. I thought we did a good job with them. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were talking about doing a, a Lord of the Rings trilogy review series. We'll get to that at some point. There's a lot of stuff to cover. And we Extended got edition. Extended three-hour <laughs> movie. Yeah, so... We'll get to it, um, but uh, stay tuned for more Lord of the Rings stuff in the future. But subscribe to our podcast, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like, comment. We have gotten some comments on some of the videos. We appreciate it. Even if you don't think we're credible nerds, we're just consumer nerds, we still appreciate the comments. Uh, the one guy that was pointing out, oh, well, this time, Stamp, you guys said this, so you were not credible. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, it, it's good. We like the yeah, feedback. We and like the feedback. Kind of like I said, you know, I responded back and, you know, it. I get the idea that you want to be word for word and, you know, scene for scene, but that doesn't make you not credible right. because you like a great show for its merits. Mm-hmm. So, you know, teach their own. We Like I said, keep commenting. Yeah. We like it. Yeah, it's good. So, uh, yeah, subscribe to the channel, comments on what you think, and we'll respond. We always do. So, thanks, guys. Have a good uh, time in the next two years waiting. Reread this, the, the Cimmerillion, reread the trilogy, reread the Hobbits, <laughs> read the appendices, because that's where all the info's coming from. But, yeah, nerd out with Middle Earth. It's a good time. So, thanks, guys. We'll catch you later. And hey, we'll see you guys.